Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Hi, I'm Shane Ray. On this edition of Central Indiana Today, we're going to revisit an interview I did with Phil Margo of The Tokens. Now, who are The Tokens? Well, they're best known for their song, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, back in the 60s. Mitch Margo, who is Phil's brother, passed away last week. And we would like to play this interview with Phil Margo talking about how the tokens got started and, well, really the big story about Phil himself. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with the tokens, Phil Margo. I have on the phone with me Phil Margo. I have to call him Phil. He's making me call him Phil. I can't call him Mr. Margo. So. Well, I'm a little. The only people who call me Mr. Margo, uh, I don't know who calls me Mr. Margo anymore. <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess, you know, Medicare says, yeah, Mr. Margo. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. When you get that in the mail, it's Mr. Margo. Yes, right. <laughs> All right, Phil. Well, uh, just to kind of introduce uh, the folks that are listening at home, uh, you were a member of the Tokens, which has their the best known hit for the Tokens. Of course, is the Lion Sleeps Tonight, which never seems to go away. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. Sure. Why don't you tell us how the Tokens started? Okay. Well, <clears throat> my, my I was a kind of a, a very unexceptional kid. You know, I was. I was as average as you could be. I was, you know, so you fact, a, B was, a B was like elevation to me if I got a B in anything, you know. <laughs> so um, in high school, I was kind of run of the mill and didn't care much about it. And I started a little band, and we worked in the Catskill Mountains. And when I got back, my drummer left the band because his father won the lottery twice in a row. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, yeah, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and and so the new drummer knew Hank Madress, who was in Daryl and the Oxfords at the time, had a group on roulette, and wanted to produce a produce other acts, and we did a, a version, my brother and I did a version of Chopsticks. Mm-hmm. And um, Chopsticks, <laughs> like a boogie-woogie version, it didn't come off, but Hank thought that the two of us had some talent, and we started writing together. And that's when we wrote Please Write, and Tonight I Fell in Love, and we got Jay Siegel, who was in Daryl and the Oxfords as well, to join us. And then he... And we recorded Tonight I Fell in Love in, in 1960 in the summer. And along with that, we did a demo of a kind of goofy thing called Wimowet, <laughs> you know. And um, the record was released. Uh, we called ourselves Those Guys originally. That's what We wanted to have a, a distinctive name. But the guy at the record label said that he didn't like that name. And we went to the Tokens because the guy, Morty Craft, at the record label had the original group on Melba Records. So that's how we got to the name The Tokens. You know, we would have called ourselves anything to get the record out mm-hmm. it came out it was in the top 15 which was nice and then uh we went to rca when we showed them the demo they said this is it they would like the demo of women but they thought it needed lyrics and they gave us the lyrics at the day of the session which is 727 61 okay? okay so 727 2011 will be 50 years 
to the day that we recorded The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And they gave us the lyric. We made up the melody. Unfortunately, we never got credit. You know, the melody that went with the lyric. Mm-hmm. And the rest is kind of history. <laughs> Let's back up just a little, though. Uh, you start out on Warwick Records in 61 with the Tokens. You were talking yeah. about Tonight I Fell in Love. You got to get on American Bandstand with that. Yes, that was amazing. I mean, after we recorded the song, and it was it was going to be released, and then he didn't like the name, so he held it up, but then he finally released it. <laughs> and, and we didn't see each other. The guys who made the record, you know, Jay and I, and Mitch, mm-hmm. and, well, Mitch, and, I, Mitch and I are brothers, so we, of course we saw each other. Sure. But we hardly saw Jay and Hank. And then one night, Hank came by the house with the record. You know, which we went crazy. You know, could you? I mean, you, you know, the the movie um, um, that Tom Hanks made. You know, about the group. Uh, do, uh, whatever, that thing you do. That thing you do. <laughs> that scene where they saw the record was so true. I mean, I, you look at it and you say, "Oh my God!" I mean, don't forget, I'm, I was a civilian buying records, and now all of a sudden, that's my record. Uh-huh. But but with that excitement comes the hope that hey, maybe it'll be a hit. You know, that's what happened. And of course, the first time I heard it on the radio in the car, my father's uh, Oldsmobile, we went gaga. You know. And, so and you then, remember the first time you heard it on the radio? Oh yes, it was in my father's car. We went crazy, just like they did running down the street. It was so it was so reminiscent of the truth you know because we you know any kid don't forget my brother was 14 and i was 19 you know and and, and we so were kids still still basically. teenagers making yes, this we certainly kind were. of splash yeah, and it was just extraordinary to oh my that's our song and it was only you know it only ran a minute and 39 seconds it was probably one of the shortest records in history <laughs> And and because of it, they kind of stuck it in right before the news or right after, you know, mm-hmm. when they had to fill some time. And so it, it wound up getting airplay that way, which was a consequence we hadn't even intended. You know, we just didn't <laughs> feel like going back to the bridge again. <laughs> you went, know? <laughs> uh, all right, we did Tonight I Fell in Love, you did that on Warwick, and then RCA, you did Lion Sleeps Tonight. Right. And then in 1966, uh, had a top 30 hit with I Hear Trumpets Blow, and that yeah. was on BT Puppy. That was you guys' record label, right? That was our own label, yes. And, and, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I Hear Trumpets Blow should have been a top ten record. And unfortunately, the only city that didn't get on it was New York, that, you know, that would have made a difference was New York. Hmm. It was number one in a lot of places. I am not of royalty. And, and New York, just for some reason, didn't want to play it. There was hmm. nothing, you know, anybody could do... I think the label, you know, BT Puppy was distributed by Jubilee, which didn't have uh, as great a, a promotion force as some of the other labels did. You know, weren't mm-hmm. able to spread it. But you know, it still, it still, um, it still did very well for us. And, and you know, it's just how you're going to eclipse the line sleeps tonight. You know, you just mm-hmm. can't do it. I mean, it's one of the most famous, well-known, successful sure. records ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Oh but yeah, yes, we did. It. But we had a lot of chart records. We had eleven records on the charts actually as artists. And and I think that, that you know they get a lot of a lot of them. Some of them were on the wrong side of fifty, and and some of them were in the top twenty-five. Portrait of My Love. Yeah, so that was you know. that was your next one. The next year, nineteen sixty-seven. Right. Now you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong. You later in nineteen seventy-three came under a different name on the Atco label. Yeah, cross, cross country. country. Yeah, we wanted to do something different, and you know, and bands were. You know, the, the, the 70s were the era of bands. Sure. They, they sometimes call us a band, but we weren't a band. We were a vocal group. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know. But we decided, after going out a couple of times to do live shows, 
that we should play ourselves because we can protect ourselves better. Because when, you, when you're out there with a bunch of kids from a garage band trying to play your songs, it's real hard. You know, they're not right. these professional guys that you used in the studio. So we said for self-defense, we decided that we would learn how to play instruments. So we actually did play our own instruments, which was very unique for that time. I had a big cocktail drum, and we played, Mitch played the guitar, and, and, uh, and Hank played the bass, and we had a keyboard player with us sometimes. And, you know, it was, it was that, but it was, not, it, was, it was not the same as it became when the groups came in, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, people like that. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to do stuff like that, which is what Mitch, and Mitch wanted to also, so Cross Country was born. No, we probably should have not changed our name or whatever, but who knew, you know? Oh, sure. It's always easy to look back and say, I right. should have done this. But we're real proud of that work. That album is a, it's a gem as far as we're concerned, and we're very proud of it. We think it's one of the finest things we've ever done. Growing up, coming of age, I guess you could say, in the 70s, I used to watch Schoolhouse Rock all the time on Saturday mornings. Were you involved in A Victim of Gravity? Yeah, sure. We did that. I love us. that. Yeah, we, we recorded it. That's us. That's we all had a, yeah, we had a ball. Bob DeRoe was the guy who, who created it. We also did one which is not known. If anybody could find it, I'd love to hear, see it. We did one for gravity, but we did also did one for the metric system. Metrics, okay. Yes, and the metric system kind of went away. So it didn't it didn't receive any prominence. I don't know I don't know if it shows up in any of the compilations of of, uh, of Schoolhouse Rock, but it was really cool. Huh. It was really cool. I have the I have the uh, I have the Gravity one, but not the Metric System one. You know, I have the, I have sure. a, a video of the Gravity one. Down, 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 gravity. You guys did a lot of songs and, and that were actually covered by other artists, and some of them you produced. One of them I didn't realize until I was doing this research. You guys did a great version, I guess the original version, that was later put out by the Rockinberries, He's in Town, He's Back in yes. Town. Yes, we did, the, we did the original He's in Town and the original You're My Girl. And, BT, you know, again, the guys at BT Puppy couldn't get it going, you know. Mm -hmm. And Carol King was called us up and said, I have a song for you, you know, and we said, yeah, of course, you know, we were very friendly. I mean, we used to go out to their house on weekends and hang out, and so, sure, of course, do it, <laughs> and it was, it's, it's a beautiful record, it really is. Yeah, it's you a guys... beautiful record, and, and it shouldn't have been lost, but it was. Yeah. So the Rockinberries got the credit for it after they covered our version, which is exactly the same. It, it sounds pretty much exactly alike. I yep. agree totally. Yep. And I, you know, that song I play it a lot here on the on the station, and I had no idea that it, you guys had did the original version until. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful, and it's a beautiful song. It's an extraordinarily beautiful song. We loved it. We will continue our interview with Phil Margot tomorrow of the tokens and he will talk about doing work for other people including the chiffons carol king tony orlando and don he will also discuss how the lawsuit against george harrison got started over the song my sweet lord and you'll only catch it right here on central indiana today this has been Central Indiana Today, presented by the Kevin Kersey Agency on WYRZ. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. 
The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. 